Very happy Friday night, Saturday morning, whenever you're listening to yeah. this podcast. We are thankful you're here to join us along this journey. Um, and it is a journey. Midnight a special. Journey. Heck yeah. yeah. This is the best one of the week, probably. Yeah. The best um, podcast of the week. It feels more relaxed. I, oh, it's always it's, more relaxed. Yeah, but it's a it's fun conversation. I enjoyed our conversation about Alien this week, though. I think me and Wyatt... You kind of sat back, which was un- <laughs> not that I. This is not why I liked it, but I'm saying this was a little bit different than usual. You kind of sat back, me and Wyatt kind of debated for a minute. Well, I think well, we had Almost. two different. What did you debate about? I we were especially we especially we got into. Um, he thinks there should have been more backstory for the characters, and I I am wholeheartedly 100 percent sure yeah. that it is perfect the way it is with no backstory yeah don't uh i guess we don't need to get into it we'll right. just plug and say go to that episode if you want to hear joshua hear. and wyatt talk and me not apparently at all no you <laughs> did talk, talk but yeah you, you, you for i just said for a you minute to listen you for a little we're listening bit. yeah i was enjoying the conversation man and i was uh i was hearing your guys take on it there's no problem in that no 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 problem um so that was good um, but I think it's time for 30-second stories. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, once again, we are in the process of getting Jamark back on. Yeah. Right now, yes, what? I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but can I propose a, a new thing for this week? Go ahead. It's 30-second stories, mm-hmm. right? But there's no winner, no loser, right? We just do round robin. I come up with one for you, you come up with one for Josh, Josh comes Ooh. up with one for me. Round okay. robin. Okay. Okay. You like round robin? Yeah. Okay. Airplanes, once again, ladies and gentlemen. We should just soundproof this whole room so we can't How? Hear it. I don't know. Egg cartons. Egg cartons soundproof? Yeah. They don't that doesn't work, does it? Probably not. <laughs> but it probably would help a little bit. Okay. All right, everybody who's going get first? Your timer out. Yeah, everybody get your timer because we're all we're all coming up with stories. Who wants to go first? I can give Joshua one. Yeah, give me one cuz you we're technically supposed to be the topic czar. Technically, anyway. I'm the czar. All right. Um, let's see. Stopwatch. Okay. Joshua. Yep. Your idea for 30 Second Stories on this very special midnight special is going to again? be... Very special midnight special. Okay. <laughs> is going to be a beard on a stick at midnight. Think about it for ten seconds. I'm ready. Give it. Think about it longer. And go. Okay, this is basically like a Steven Spielberg like kid movie, very similar to Super Eight. Kids are going around riding their bikes around town, and at midnight they come across this stick with a beard on it. It's a bloody beard, and for some reason this is weird. So they're like, "Why is there a bloody beard?" 
and eventually they find the body that is attached to the beard and it becomes this whole mystery novel thing and the kids are running around whose beard is it why'd he get killed why'd he and it comes to find out it's santa claus <laughs> well you just gave away the best part freaking a bloody beard attached to a stick you should have leaned into the idea of like why is the beard on a stick well, yeah. someone killed Santa Claus. What's the significance of the stick? I don't know. It could yeah. have been some kind of satanic seance ritual. Yeah. They scalp a man's beard. And Santa Claus? Stick, stick it on a stick. It reminds <laughs> me of a, uh, you, were, you were saying bloody beard, right? It, me and uh, my cousin Josh would, at camp or at his house, we would, uh, we would tell each other scary stories at night. <laughs> and one of the... I, we were really young, but one of the ones I remember uh, very well is uh, The Bloody Knife. Josh made up this <laughs> yeah. one called The Bloody Knife, yeah. and he'd say it like that. He'd be like, there was a kid, and he walks up to a guy, and he's in a car. It's a red car. It's a Ferrari <laughs> stick shift, right? And he's, like, describing the car, and he's like, yeah. and the kid is like, hey, what's up, sir? And, What's and up, the guy sir? says, and the guy gets out of the car and grabs him, and he has a bloody knife. A bloody right? Knife. He would say it like that every time. Bloody knife. Bloody, bloody knife. <laughs> <laughs> Friggin', oh, that was pretty good, Joshua. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Could have leaned into it a little bit more, but solid. Yeah. Something I could, you came up with something I could build on. Yeah. All right. Uh, who's going next? I'll go with Wyatt. Okay, Wyatt. You have, I'm going to say, waffles with cinnamon and mayonnaise. You have to throw mayonnaise in there, too. Not all together, but uh, just those three things. Ready? Ten seconds. Waffles, cinnamon, and mayonnaise. Okay, go. So a chef opens up a new restaurant, right, where he's serving specialty waffles. And somebody comes in, they're like, hey, could you throw some mayonnaise on there? <laughs> and he's like, ew, but okay, I'll throw some mayonnaise on there. And it becomes a hit, right? <laughs> this is a, a, a small-town waffle shop, and it you know wasn't going very far, but the waffle-cinnamon-mayonnaise combo has taken the town by storm. <laughs> You done? Yeah. Okay. It was a customer's idea. <laughs> Throw some mayonnaise on that. And it's a very John Favreau chef <laughs> yeah. type movie. Yeah. Have it's you seen the chef John yeah. Favreau? I chef? actually haven't, but oh. I know of it. it. It's a good movie. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. Cinnamon. And I like John Favreau. He's That's a, pretty he's good, a, man. Yeah. It's pretty good. Is it like a? Is it a narrative piece or is it a reality show? I don't know. I guess it's more of like a narrative. Narrative. That's how I saw it. You know? It like really takes the you know they hire the customer and they like get into they start cooking <laughs> and everybody's like smiling and happy, but then the main character's dad has cancer. Oh, he has no. to stop. Right, but everybody's like, you can't stop this business. The waffle cinnamon mayonnaise—it's—it's <laughs> it's too powerful. It's too big. And he's like, no, I gotta walk away. Yeah. And then he goes to his dad, and his dad's like, no, son, don't ever stop doing what you love. Don't stop the mayonnaise. And then, don't stop the mayonnaise. you know, and then he, and then he goes back, and and 
you know, it's Wait. a good story. Yeah, and then great. his dad ends up dying, but he makes the man cinnamon waffles for his dad and dedicates the restaurant to his dad. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, Twist. this is not a drama the story. This is more like a heartfelt. This is basically became like a. What is the the Christmas people that make all the Christmas look it, Hallmark? Okay, Hallmark, maybe it's yeah. Hallmarky, but like, <laughs> but but it it can still be a comedy. But you know, there's a there's, comedy Hallmark. There's real things that happen in comedy movies. There is right? real stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you right, man. You right. That's well, is there a horse in this too? No. Okay. No horse horses. In this race. Come on, man. Um, uh, I think Paul Rudd said it best. He yeah. said, um. You know, some of the funniest, some of the funniest comedy are in sort of dramatic, dark pieces that he's seen. You mm-hmm. know, these movies that are, you know, supposed to be, you know, more um, sullen have mm-hmm. some of the funniest moments, right? Yeah, and I think that's what make dark, makes dark comedies so, uh, you know, just yeah, you know, funny. Yeah. Um, like there's one I forget what it's called with Liam Neeson, um, and his son dies, and he's like an ice road, like plower or trucker or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right up in Canada or Alaska, and so he starts going after the guys that were like, you know, selling his son drugs, and yeah. and, and it's it really is just really funny, <laughs> yeah. right? I Lim Lam Neeson Lam Neeson Lam Neeson Liam Liam Neeson. There we go. He almost reminds me of Nicolas Cage. Just like he has his few good movies, but then he has so many just off the wall. Just like you could find him in anything, almost just like the randomest things. And then you know, and then you get some of the some of the most serious people, right? Make some of the funniest actors yeah right i mean i'd say number one daniel craig yeah yeah right? <laughs> out of he's nowhere like dog. you know you're watching james bond and he's james bond and then all of a sudden you um, watch logan lucky logan lucky <laughs> what was the other one we watched knives out knives out yeah he is just so funny <laughs> he is yeah <laughs> he's got a side to him that's silly um I also good it also guy, comes to mind. Guy. I know he's kind of branded himself on this, but Robert Downing Jr. is one of the best serious actors. Oh yeah, but he is also so hilarious, mm-hmm. so funny when he's trying to be or when he needs to be. I've seen some with Tommy Lee Jones where he's really yeah funny. yeah. Um, okay, so I guess it's my turn to give Joe a story. My turn. Yeah. All right, Joe. Your yes. concept is sentient boomerang. And go. Ten seconds. Go. So there was a young Australian girl who's learning how to throw a boomerang by her father. Well, her father um, gets in a tragic accident in a vehicle accident. He's a trucker in Australia. Mm-hmm. And um, she gets he gets in a tragic accident. All of a sudden, she starts hearing her father's voice coming from a boomerang that he was teaching her how to throw right before his death. And she goes through a whole series of emotions on how to process her father's death through the Stop. voice of the boomerang. 
Very good. Solid. I was emotional I was, piece. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was getting invested. <laughs> <laughs> really good. Really good. I really was good. Invested. I kinda that seems wanted, like an emotional you know, film, man. That seems like seen, an emotional one. You ever seen How to Make a Boomerang? No, actually, I've never um, seen How to Make. We should make one. They're once you tell yeah, me. they're very interesting. Um, I've I I know I I've actually looked more into making a. Um, forget what it's called hold on let me look it up real quick the boomerang is um you know that they they you have to take you have to take a lot into consideration mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for the for you know to make it able to to spin around yeah there's a lot of um what do you call it aerodynamics involved with the boomerang i believe yeah uh it's it's almost scientific and it's very specific in the way you throw it you can't just toss one and expect it to come back to you um it's almost like a more skilled uh frisbee yeah you know it takes a little bit more practice than a frisbee uh, a boomerang who Sokka from uh, <laughs> Avatar? Yeah. Avatar. Avatar. Um, I'm trying. There's one specific one that I'm trying to remember yeah. what it's called. Uh, because I, I really do. Sorry, we're both. I'm trying to figure out. Uh, <laughs> find what i'm about to where we're about to talk about the topic i think yes. it's a kylie stick a kylie stick yeah kylie stick. gotcha a good old kylie. kylie yeah it's a yeah it's a kylie stick because uh and and the kylie stick does the opposite of what a boomerang does it doesn't come back it flies straight really like so, a frisbee so yeah what you do is you 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 carve out a stick about yay long yay right? long meaning and, like two and, and a half feet Two feet, two right? feet, um, and one side is is long and straight, and then the other side kind of curves. Yeah, and the 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 bottom side is flat, and the top side is 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 sort of rounded, curved, right? Gotcha. So it kind of looks like a hockey stick. Yeah, 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 like yeah. a short hockey stick. Yeah, and and the way you throw it, right? I mean, these things can be thrown so far. They fly like a frisbee. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and they're made for killing kangaroos and things. Killing kangaroos. Killing Ooh. kangaroos. Is it the is it the the rounded side that like blunt force trauma? Yes. Dang, dude. Australians go hard. Yeah, bro. they do. <laughs> now you can make you can take a stick. They're like right? we're not gonna we're not gonna slice them up. We're gonna blunt force. You can them take in the a head. stick and make a a throwing stick for killing rabbits. Yeah. Right. Uh, but these Kylie sticks are just so deadly yeah. wow right it, it, there's a there was a guy on youtube um i watched and he shows a sort of in-depth um him taking a piece of hardwood and cutting into it and splitting it and turning it into one of these kylie sticks mm-hmm. and throwing it and he's like oh i gotta shave this part down because it's not flying as straight as yeah. i want it but he throws it so far i'm talking <laughs> like half a football field yeah you know dang man um that's crazy. Let's hunt kangaroos with yeah. a rounded wooden edge. <laughs> yeah, it's it, and it, it, because of the the spinning. Yeah, you get that centripetal force. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It just smacks whatever you're. Wow, it at. that's oh, <laughs> that's crazy, man. I just knocked over my microphone for a second. That's crazy, dude. I mean, I that that's hard to believe that you can. Yeah. 
Well, that's you what can the essentially is made for hunting. Yes, I didn't know the boomerang and the Kylie stick are made for hunting, throwing at kangaroos and at um, um, emus. Wow. Emu. Yeah, I've heard that kangaroos are still in Australia a menace. Like they they're are. not an endangered species, so emus they're just too. like emus yeah is have emus, you ever heard um, of you've never emus been to like Australia? a big bird it's like a smaller ostrich a smaller ostrich yeah I've you seen ever heard one, of the great emu wars no. no well there was a time in australian <laughs> history fairly recently me something in the early 1900s um where the australian government was trying to lower the population of emus because they were a menace and so they started shooting at them yeah. and they started you know trying to kill them but emus are incredibly resilient and so they would shoot them, and they wouldn't die. Um, so essentially, Australia lost the Great Emu War. <laughs> the emus won. The freaking emus got right? them. They had oh, to call. Geez. They had to call it quits because they're so hard to kill. Man, what about their long neck? Can't you just hit them one know. time, good and throw no with a sharp object? I. I they were shooting at them. They weren't throwing <laughs> sticks. That's the problem. <laughs> they need to throw Maybe sticks. that's the problem. They need to stick. throw uh, what, what was the what was boomerang. the boomerang called? Kylie stick. A Kylie, Kylie stick. stick. They need to throw a Kylie stick, but attach some razor blades to it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Maybe not on the flat side, but at least the rounded edge, so you get a little bit more slicing yeah. as opposed to smacking. So, you guys want to talk about the topic that we have? Yeah, uh, let's go for it. Idea for. for. Okay, we want to talk about today. This kind of spurred from a conversation me and Wyatt had earlier this week about EDC. If you don't know what that what an EDC is, it's your everyday carry. Um, essentially, everything you carry in your pocket or, I guess, for females in their purse or any kind of bag you like to carry around just, with you. Yeah. Should we do um, a follow-up on this episode? You, how do, what do you call what you female carry? Like a it, side saddle it, thing? Or, that would be an EDC. Bag I carry. Some people use. Do a you backpack. have a specific name for it? Um, it just, just like a, just my, a just belt my bag. Boop. Okay. Um, some people use a. Some people have a bag that that they carry on their belt. Yeah. Mine carries on my leg. Some people use a fanny pack. Some people use a backpack. Um, uh, and then some people don't have a bag, right? Which is just fine. You know, it's a it's a different kind of. It's less. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so you got your um, your keys, your phone, you know, yeah. whatever you're carrying. What do you refer to your bag as? Like a satchel that, or a That's man what purse? I was just asking. It's just a, a bag. Uh, just a bag. It's just, 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 it's just it, a bag. Technically, it's a medical bag. Yeah. yeah. Right? Um, but I don't use it for – actually, I, I, I do use it for medical stuff. I keep like – but it's just basic medical stuff like Neosporin. Chapstick, band aids, yeah. small, small medical stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that I like to keep in there. Um, disinfectant. Um, plus, I keep uh, uh, things like uh, mask, tweezers, mm-hmm. um, a fl- an extra flashlight, uh, a pen, uh, a marker, um, a fire striker. Mm-hmm. You know, just just stuff like that. And, and you're and listing my, off you know, a lot of things. Can like I uh, do a little plug and uh, they can understand what we're talking about too? Yeah. Um, if you go to my Instagram, Josh underscore Wisner underscore, I think, 
I have a picture of Wyatt in at a sand dunes we went to not too long ago, and he's wearing it on his side. You can uh, go check that out if you are really interested in what he's talking about. Yeah, Very like good. right now on me, I have my wallet. Yeah. Um, and I have stuff in my wallet. I have like a sewing kit. I have uh, one of those little card knives, mm-hmm. which aren't super useful for anything, but if you need to cut some thread or something, yeah. but that's still useful. I used to have a lock pick set that my buddy gave me, but I lost the tension bar. So now I, I keep that on my, my wazoo, um, dog tags, which you guys have seen. And I have, which is really cool. I have a little O light flashlight. You have everything. A few flashlights. I know you have that on you right now and you're, blinding me slightly <laughs> but you do have a number of flashlights on you at all times and yep. that's not including the phone flashlight well yeah see the the philosophy behind that is um you know your phone battery is is precious it is right yeah because it does so and, many things. and your flashlight burns through that battery Mm-hmm. It burns through it, right? So I keep a flat. I have a little flashlight, Nightcore flashlight on my keys. Um, I have this Olight in my pocket. Uh, actually, when I bought this, I didn't know this, but it came with a little keychain Olight, yeah. which was super bright and super handy. I gave that to my dad. Um, and then, uh, well, I don't. I, I, I knew you were going to want to get into all this, but I think we should break it down uh, by everything and rather mm. than just spitting out a how lot about, of the information. How about this? How about we go around the table and yeah. we each name like one thing? Well, no, no. I think you should na- – I think we should go through each individual mm-hmm. um, starting with Joseph, and I know why it's going to have the most. So he's going to oh, yeah. take the longest. Um, <laughs> but starting with Joseph okay. and describe what you would – how you would describe your EDC and then – Give us a little bit of brief, brief uh, description of well, what you carry, why you carry it, and then yeah, we'll go around. Okay, so um, first off, the items I choose are for – the thing is I, I have certain items that are unnecessary, mm-hmm. and I have certain items that are necessary. But mm-hmm. I, unlike Wyatt, I don't go through my life thinking about survival. Which is surprising because I'm the Eagle Scout and you're not. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not going around thinking about survival. So I don't carry survival or even self-defense things on me. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't either. Aside (laughs) aside from a handgun, (laughs) right? Aside, aside from Wait, just yeah, from that's my not a self defense. Okay, but that that doesn't really quantify as you don't either. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you. Okay, okay. So aside from that, yeah. my my carry is mostly for convenience. Yeah. Right? Flashlight yeah. is for convenience. My knife is for convenience. But I, also emergency and survival situations. Right. Well, if I was if I was worried about defending myself with a knife, I'd carry my big knife, right? Yeah, but you got a needle and thread in your wallet. Yeah. You got to like sew up wounds and stuff. I've sewed up my pants. I was at welding class. I split my pants getting down from a, a stool. Yeah. And it was the end of class, so I, I wrapped my jacket around my waist, ran to the bathroom, and sewed up my pants real quick just Dude. so that I could get so just so I could get home. All right, we gotta circle back around yeah. and you need to tell this story okay. at length. That I that was the story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well You told this on a previous I'm sure I special. Have. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty incredible. 
that you have a sewing kit and you're just like, well, I ripped my pants. Most people would be like, got to go home and change my pants. <laughs> I've actually, I've, I've actually moved the sewing kit more to my my dog tags that I carry. Dude, all right, say save it for your turn okay. because yeah. we're gonna have to get in depth and there's gonna be a lot of follow up questions when we get to you. I'm gonna all run right. through mine real quick because yeah. I'm the least interesting. Um, so obviously I have my wallet, my phone. I also uh, something I do on principle is I always make sure I have at least a few dollars in cash. Yeah. In my wallet, That's I don't smart. rely completely on cards. It's it it stems from my view of what money is and mm-hmm. how the system works and everything. I always think you should have a little bit of cash on hand, um, and if I have an excess, I'll spend a little bit of it. Yeah. <laughs> However, I I also in my wallet I keep a multi-tool card. Yeah. That's used really well for filmmakers. Um, so if you need to tighten down a a little screw into your camera, it has an edge. If you need it. A little sharp edge. It has a very small sharp edge, and I've used it a few times to slice up something or cut a piece of thread. Since mm-hmm. I've been with Wyatt, since he does a number of he does a variety of things, um, and uh, it just has a bunch of little different things inside of it. Uh, I don't even I haven't even used it to its full potential at all, but I it's it's handy to keep, so I keep that in my wallet. Yeah. Um, my phone has my flashlight. Um. I don't carry a knife. I don't carry a gun. I don't carry a... Well, you don't have to talk about everything you don't carry. Yeah. That could be a big list. I just, I'm just saying, you know... I, Compared I know, to me, it's a big list. I, f- it, <laughs> <laughs> I carry too much. Well, yeah, Wyatt, we're gonna, you're an interesting individual. And it's yeah. beautiful, and I love you. But it's going to take a minute for you to get through your list of stuff. Yeah. Do you um, have any... Uh, since you kind of ran through what you have... Uh, do you have anything you would like to carry? You just have never gotten around to buying it or you know, anything interesting that you would love to yeah. have? Before we started this podcast, we talked about Peter McKinnon, uh, about the knife he carries. I would love to have a real nice, expensive, yet yeah. small knife on me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I just, I don't personally own any high quality knives, pocket knives. Um, if I'm going to carry something on the daily, I'd want it to be nice. And that's why probably why I don't carry anything. Absolutely. Um, something interesting that I do carry is I carry around little memory omens. I don't believe in luck, so I'm not going to call them lucky charms. Mm-hmm. But I keep a little uh, $1 coin mm-hmm. with Abraham Lincoln's face on it to mm-hmm. remind me of everything he's done for our beautiful American history. I, uh, I keep a, a penny that's been bent in half. Because I was told by a co- co-worker like five years ago mm-hmm. that I should hold on to it for a long time and then pass it on to someone else. Hmm. Um, so I keep that. How long have you had it? About five years. For real? Yeah. Wow. Um, I also keep the end of a bullet. Not the, not with the shell, yeah. but a bullet. The bullet, part. The bullet itself um, that my brother-in-law Levi gave to me many years ago also i think he gave it to me about three years ago yeah um and those are three little omens i keep on me mostly at all times whenever i leave the house i have them with me yeah um outside of that i have two phones (laughs) (laughs) one's for calls and one's for accessing the internet at will so i don't use up my main phone's battery too quickly um the quick story behind that is i bought a phone off of one of my friends turned out 
uh, for cheap, and turned out they they hadn't paid the phone off, so I couldn't activate it under my plan until they pay it off. Tried it a number of times to see if it would uh, activate. I don't know how long. It could be paid off by now, but I just didn't bother with it. I went and got my own phone and uh, went from there. So now I have two phones I keep on me. Nice. They gave they made you buy a phone that they didn't uh, even have paid the off? The thing is, they didn't really know. I don't think they were aware that it wasn't paid off. Oh. <laughs> um, and even if they were aware that it wasn't paid off, they didn't know that you're restricted to it, you having to own the phone completely before you can essentially change out the SIM card and start anew with a new you know provider oh you could so, you could jailbreak it yeah but i've I watched so many videos online about how about how like those sim cards and stuff went wrong and it like oh, messed up okay. the phone that i was like i'm not gonna mess with don't, this don't chance it yeah so chance. i just i hold on to chance it kind it. of for managing some of the actual wise works social medias yeah that's my main use for it um yeah. and then my personal phone is just for my personal stuff well, I think personally, you, sh- you should get yourself a small knife, something you like, something that looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and there's there's Spyderco and Benchmade and Wee Knives. What did you say, Peter McKinnon uses? Uh, he was car- it, well. He's he all the ones I've mentioned. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was in in one of the more recent photos. He was showing off a Sabenza. A Sabenza, which are expensive. I'm down, man. If I need to buy a, a very expensive knife, you don't. If I'm gonna carry it every day, I want it to be an expensive yeah, but one. You, you can you can get because more can get than one... usefulness, it's gonna be like a status thing for me. It's gonna yeah. be like wearing a roll uh, roll. What do you call it? Rolex. Rolex. A Rolls Royce. Yeah, on, your wrist. <laughs> on my wrist. Yeah, a Rolex. Um, you know. Yeah. See, I don't ever see you doing that though. Because if uh, I'm gonna carry a knife, it's gonna be a status. I'm thing. not it's saying not you're gonna be because you don't have any money, but you, you're pretty cheap. I'm very cheap. I well, I can think. I I can think of a couple that that I think you would find interesting. Maybe like a middle ground. Maybe like yeah. a two hundred dollar knife. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I know a bunch of those. We'll talk later then. Okay. All right, Joshua. I named off all my stuff. You go next. <laughs> okay. Too. <laughs> um, I'm not as in depth as Wyatt, but I do have my EDC, and I think I would like to grow it more, and I can get into that what I'm planning to buy next, and what I think I I want to get. Uh, soon, but I don't have right now. But this is what I carry on a daily basis. I have my phone, iPhone 8 Plus. I have my AirPods because I always have AirPods to listen to audiobooks, listen to music, watch YouTube videos when I'm in public, anything like that. I always have my AirPods on. You don't me. got those pesty wires hanging down. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's easy. And AirPods are really um, small. You can just store them in your pocket, easy with the case. Mm-hmm. I usually have a knife on me, um, not all the time, but most of the time. And what I'm carrying right now, I know why it's going to probably give me, uh, he's going to judge me for this, but I just carry like a $30 knife that I bought at the Lowe's because I work at Lowe's and I needed a knife. Um, I actually was pulling it up. I I pulled it up. Is it a Coast knife? I know Lowe's sells Coast. That's the knife I use. It's a C- yeah, it's a CRK. Those are that's a, a what is it? An M16? Is it the M16? Yep. Yeah, it's a CRK M16. There, it's a it's a proven knife. Yeah. People, it's 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 made to buy for cheap and use, and the the M16s are actually really good. Yeah, 
Um, so Joshua has a nice knife. Oh, did you you saw me watching that Blade HQ video where yeah. the guy takes and opens that giant knife? Oh yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's an M sixteen. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it's the length of the guy's body. I mean, it's it's Holy a decent cow, knife, right? It, it's, and they made it for you know just a gag right <laughs> but yeah that's an m16 nice yeah. well that's what i'm carrying right now just because i got it at the lows because that's where i work yeah that's a um i also have a wallet which right now i'm using and i love this wallet i would low profile wallet. i would recommend this to anybody who wants a card sleeve wallet because it's a card sleeve wallet it's not a foldable wallet mm-hmm. It's the it's well, let me pull up the actual name. It's just the minimalist wallet car card sleeve premium leather um wallet made by Bill Roy. Um I have it in black. Essentially it's just a card sleeve, but I love that thing. It's mm. leather and it's a small wallet and it's right now I'm looking at it on Amazon. It's fifty five dollars for like essentially a card sleeve. Mm-hmm. But it's real leather and it's really nice. I got some patina on that thing, and yeah. I will probably carry that for the rest of years. Your life. Not rest of my life, probably, because eventually it'll probably um, the stitching will come out. It, it will but, eventually wear. Yeah, but it's really nice, and I will use it as long as possible because I love that thing. It has just a small sleeve you can fold up a little bit of cash and put it on the outside. But essentially, it's a card sleeve, so you don't have to carry a lot of cash, um, and I like that. Um, I carry like probably four cards altogether. My license, a couple um, debit cards, and then. Let me ask you this: Do you keep your Eagle Scout ID in there? Heck no, dude! I got my Eagle Scout (laughs) ID on me at all. No, I. I mean, I have. I get the option of like four cards. I mean, it holds up to eight cards, but I only have like four cards in there you don't so want to stretch it out yeah i need to do and i like I need minimalist. To slim mine up since i'm not since i'm not carrying as much uh um sewing kit stuff yeah. in my in my wallet anymore i feel like i could i could switch it up yeah. yeah and that's uh partly why i love this wallet and i love um everything that i do carry i have a very minimalist feel and i like to have as little as possible, but everything I want, basically. Like, my knife, it's pretty thin. It's long enough, but it's like a thin, lightweight wall uh, knife that I can just slip in my pocket, and it's nice. Yeah. Uh, my wallet's the same way. I have as few keys on my key ring as possible, <laughs> and I like that. Well, we um, were even talking about getting a key organizer, yeah. something that would match your system. So that's that's the next two things that I want to get. Um, Wyatt was talking about a key organizer for my wallet, like a leather one. I think that would be cool. I uh, agree with him. I would like that. And then something else that I've been wanting for years, no, not years, about a year now probably because I've been thinking about this. I think it's like the ultimate, like you are the you can actually like, it's a good feeling if someone's like, hey, here, sign this. And you reach in your pocket, pull out a like a pen. nice yeah, pen we were looking that's at yours. Too. That you've spent like $80 on this nice pen. You just click, sign it. You're like, nope, I don't need your pen. I got my own pen. Yeah. And you just replace the ink in it and pass Here, that pen okay, down. Check for, this out. What if we started a WiseWorks pen? 
What if See, we, we made one that's worth like a hundred bucks and we each have it on ourselves and we're like, this is our pen. You can also buy it on yeah, our but, website. But what's your what's your pen? Are are you a cap type person? Oh, cap no. pen? I want to call it. Are you a twist? I am okay, I'm definitely a cap a cap guy. Okay. I'm not I'm not the clicker guy. Yeah. I don't like I love the durability of keeping a cap on it. Mm-hmm. Um and the longevity of those kind of pens. Yeah. You know? Um when you can take the cap off, stick it on the back. And write with that, and then know that when you're done, you can cap it up, and your your pen is completely safe. That makes me feel good. Yeah. What about you? <sighs> Probably either twist or click, to be honest. But we were looking at some pens, and there was a few that you can get pens that are the click is not as like a it's not, click. It's not cheap click. Loud. Granted, yeah, that was like a hundred dollar pen. Yeah, you can get a light dude. It's and, just a light and click, and it's there's something about minimalist, and I like that. Something about a thin, low profile, very minimalist looking click pen. Yeah, that yeah. that I find attractive. Right, I it's, do too. It's it's just looks like I'm being outvoted here. We're right, or the click. but <laughs> we could do like we could do you know Joe's pen. Joe's right? pen, and it's, it's I have your the cheap style. ten dollar pen, and you guys have the one hundred dollar pen <laughs> right? on the website, dude. I mean, I pretty <laughs> much have a pen on me most of the time now. Anyway, for work, <clears throat> I have to write stuff down all the time, but it's a cheap, like less than a dollar pen, probably like fifty cent uh, pen that I you get like a pack of pens, um, just because I would I lose that thing all the time. Yeah, and then I get a new one. But I would like a good pen that I can have on me all the time. Mm-hmm. That would be. I think it's just like the ultimate. Like it says something when when someone tells you to sign something or can you write something down, and you're like, I don't need your pen. I've got you one pull right out here. A nice pen. Yep. And yeah. you're just like, I click. agree. Yeah. And let the plane pass. Woo. <laughs> yeah. American boner. So those two things I think are my next um, EDC, and I would like to maybe upgrade my knife too. To a little bit better i have recently well in the past year bought and i'll shout them out uh it's a switchblade and i don't know if i can carry that as in what it what it would it's an, it's an otf and out the front okay uh, it's an otf uh made by um it's v something uh i, I want to say Vaspar, but i don't I don't, I don't know, I know if that's I saw right. it, and it, it, it really is sturdy. Yeah, it's sturdy. The only thing I don't like about it is it's got some weight on it. It is a little heavy. I don't like ever carrying around stuff everywhere, things that are heavy. But and for this a, knife is sturdy and heavy. For a good OTF, you know, for the, the cheap OTFs are usually a light spring. It wears out quick. I don't think... Yeah. Oof. I don't think that one will wear out very quickly. No. Viper Tech. That's the name. Viper Tech. That's the name of the company. Viper Tech. Um, it's cool. I like it. Yeah. I had, So I bought that not too long ago, but it's not a good carry knife. For one, because it's a, what have you said, OTF out the front. And I don't think, and I, just my luck, I would get stopped by a police and they would just give me so much crap for it i know <laughs> they can't probably because it's not i don't know if it's illegal or not to be honest to carry it but i just would my luck get yeah. stopped and get something Agreed. for it 
So that, tell the story about the time that you did get pulled over and checked. Um, nah, I, we'll talk about that. Another. Well, usually Why they not? just usually they detour. won't find you. Usually they'll just take it from you. Yeah, they'll they'll take like my dad was telling a story about he had a really cool knife, uh, and he was concealed carrying it in like a cool under the shoulder holster type thing. Yeah, and he said uh, a cop saw it and and took it from him and you yeah, know, That's probably a bummer. Yeah, probably gave it to his kid. Dude, he probably kept it for himself. He's like, "This is a nice knife." My dad, he, my dad bought a, um, oh, what are they called? A, uh, um, well, now I'm gonna, now, I'm, now I'm gonna be upset. He's <laughs> like, um, he, he, he went to a pawn shop and for twenty dollars bought a, a knife. Yeah. Right. And and he was like, I knew it was quality because the sheath was was tight it was thin it was just it was an excellent um it was an excellent sheath and 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 he was right um and he got it home and i looked it up it was an extreme ratio um the extreme ratio golem right and it is like a 300 hundred dollar knife yeah right made in italy you, you got know, it for 20 bucks. got it for twenty bucks. Dang, twenty Italian bucks. Italian made knife. Yeah, it's wow. it's awesome, right? Extreme ratio. No, no, no. This is he still has it. What? Yeah, somewhere. And he yeah, thinks it's... if he got caught with it, the cop. Would no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm just. I was just telling a story. <laughs> oh, I got you. Um, but yeah, that was that was cool. Dang, man. That is awesome. Joshua, what else you got? Um, well, that's really all I'm carrying right now. Um, I've talked about with you and with our friend Seth that was on the episode this week mm-hmm. um, about wanting to, I would eventually like to conceal carry, mm-hmm. um, but I wouldn't do it here in Virginia yeah. is where we currently live because I think the laws are a little bit stricter than like South Carolina where I grew up so I'd probably go back there and do it but right now I don't know when that would be so yeah I'm just kind of going with it but I would like to eventually do that if I ever live in Texas I'm for sure concealed carrying mm-hmm. oh yeah well Georgia's Georgia's got some good concealed carry laws well if I ever live in, t- in Georgia yeah which I got my eye on I would love to uh I'd, I'd love to conceal carry yeah so is it my turn now yeah yes okay Hold Where on. are we sitting at, though, with time? I mean, we're I know we're good, but... 47. Would you guys right. mind if I went and peed real quick? Dude, go ahead. What are you going to do? take a quick break. I have to pee real bad. That's fine. You want to pause it? Well, yeah, we'll just... I'll Stop. 47 minutes, I'll edit this out. Okay. I just need to pee real bad. Heavenly queens. Um, I could... I could provide any number of uh knives in similar size to the m16 mm-hmm. even though the m16 is probably good the only the Have only thing I, I was carrying I, 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 I my uh i think slater had one that i've seen i think slater actually had that exact one probably. um freaking um But if but the 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 only thing about cheap knives is the steel, mm-hmm. right? You're probably rocking a ACR 
13 MOV, mm-hmm. maybe even less, maybe 7 CR, right? Maybe OS 8. Yeah. Um, right. See, I would like a, a good solid knife, but I also have this, like, if it gets lost, if, if I'm really carrying it every single day, I have, like, get lost, it gets... Um, I've done it. Some stuff like that. Um, and that's why this knife was good for me because it was, it's a little bit better knife, but I didn't drop like a fortune on it. Um, I, I'm not allowed to use my own personal knife at work, but I uh. do carry at work. And if I, if they found out, they probably would, I could get rode up. That's really, really all. Um, that's cool. Okay. That's, it's so perfect. Size wise. Feel-wise. It's nice. I like the thin look because I do like the minimalist. It's thinner. So this has almost a fat feel, but it's small fat. This is is actually very thin comparatively. Yours doesn't have liners. Um, It's all – it's mill. It's one That opens nice. Yeah, but this is a Civivi, and Civivi makes – you know, it's just D2 steel, but D2 is, is basically the best of the cheaper steels. Okay. So I already hop into it. Yep. Right. Hey Wyatt, so give us what you got, man. Okay. <laughs> so so my system is dynamic, right? Um I like I said, as far as the wallet goes, my wallet's kinda fat and I carry it in the front. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I would like to slim it down, get a smaller wallet. Although I like the leather because with a leather wallet you could strop a knife if you have to. Yeah, which you taught me recently. Yeah, and since I don't wear a leather belt, the the leather knife, the leather wallet is is what I use for stropping. Yeah. What um, what's a stropping? Can you just briefly, really quickly? Uh, it's it's kind of like, it's not sharpening. It's keeping a knife sharp. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I know it, what you're talking what, about. It's what barbers do with their razors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They run it. Uh, uh, the back of the blade, the the blade faces you, and you push it away from yourself. Yeah. And then you you flip it and bring it back towards yourself, right? So you okay. don't cut into the leather. Yeah, yeah. So, um, explain to the audience what what that is doing on a microscopic level. Um, so when you use your knife, um. What what happens when you dull your knife, right? If you don't dull it severely, if you just if you use the knife on you know every day, mm-hmm. right, for cutting through tape, for cutting through cardboard, whatever you're doing, you're gonna eventually dull your knife, right? Um, if you have a sharp knife and you use the knife after at the end of the day, yeah, if you strop it, um. What you're doing is that that blade on a microscopic level bends over, mm-hmm. curls, yeah, um, and when you strop it, straightens that back out, right? You'll see it's so sharp or so so fine, yeah. at the tip at the end of it, yeah, just the tip, just the tip. You'll see, well, you'll see chefs. That's what chefs do when yeah. they're like, shh, 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 shh. yeah, they're they're basically just straightening that blade out to keep it. Sharp. And you can do that with a piece of leather. Yeah, leather or ceramic, like yeah. the bottom of a mug is ceramic. Yeah. Um, you get ceram- a ceramic rod for that. Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah, so the the saying is sharpen it once, hone it forever. So and you, that and you, you hold you hold by that 
that oh, tree, yeah. truly. Yeah, I don't like when my knives get so so dull that I actually have to take out my sharpening stones uh, and actually sharpen them. Now, when you're sharpening, does that actually does that actually grind the? It takes the off blade? metal. It takes yeah. off metal. Yeah. And honing is essentially. It doesn't just, take off. It's metal. just reshaping it back to straight. Essentially, yeah. That's awesome. Dude. So, so yeah, that's why I like my leather wallet. Yeah. Um. Be, but my belt is a Wazoo survival belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a cash belt, meaning it has a pocket all the way around it that yeah. Velcro shut. Um. And right now, I don't have much in there. I, I have I have a pack of fire starters from, um spartan fire and i have some zip ties Mm -hmm. and i find that i'm always breaking it open and grabbing the zip ties out (laughs) but i need to put some more stuff in there um and yeah it's 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 a good belt um as far as but but like i said the the sewing kit i wear um i have also from wazoo are are these little they make these Actually, no, it's not Wazoo. It's Grimm survival cards. Yeah. And Grimm makes these little survival cards that go in your wallet, right? Mm-hmm. But they also make even smaller dog tag versions. Um, and so I have two dog tags. On one side, I have a lockpick set, very small. And then on the other side, I have my sewing kit. And then on the other dog tag, I have just fishing kit stuff. So yeah. just hooks. Yeah. And, and they're and, like hooks you can pop out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and with with the Grim Survival, there they have a little adhesive backing, so you can actually put them back on. That's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and I also keep a, a small Victorinox multi tool on there as well, just for it, in case I have to cut the uh, the thread or I have to cut the fishing yeah. line or whatever. Um, and. So that's yeah, that's that. And then in my pockets, I keep my knife. I keep mm-hmm. my oh, my knife is a Civivi um, Elementum, which yeah. is small. It's the perfect size. But you always are switching it up with your I knife. I do, <laughs> and but my knives usually, my knives usually are all about the same size, um, sort of small, sort of thin, and except for a couple of them, I have a couple big folders that are just yeah. fun. Um, and then I keep the a little O light. I, I believe it's the SR baton, um, in my pocket. And then I got my keys, and I have some pry bars, Griffin pocket tool on my keys, and I have a Nightcore flashlight on my keys. Um, but I used to carry in my pocket with my knife. I used to carry a Victorinox, mm-hmm. my my uh, Fisher space pen, and my streamlight flashlight mm-hmm. which I, I i lost the streamlight so now i just have the pen and the victorinox and that i keep those in a little organizer um and i've actually moved those to that medical bag i carry yeah um but but like i said it's dynamic so if i want to take off the bag i'll reach in there and pull that victorinox and that pen in the organizer and slip it into my pocket yeah um but yeah and then i keep the bag on me <laughs> right and the okay. bag the bag is the bag is stuff that i find myself always needing 
Yeah. So chapstick. Yeah. Always need chapstick. You got some. You got some healthy my, lips. My lips yeah. always need chapstick. <laughs> healthy um, lips. I bite my the inside of my lip often. Mm-hmm. So I and and every time I get cold sores mm-hmm. on the inside of my mouth. Um, and it's not enough to just brush your teeth and wash your mouth out, right? Yeah. I, so I have to carry kanka, yeah. which is which is to numb it and heal it. Um, and then I keep the other, the Neosporin and the, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that, Band-Aids and things. My mask. My mask keeping... primarily goes goes in the bag. Which is a 2020 problem. Yeah, and I swap out, I swap out the stuff in that main compartment. If it, and if I'm, if I'm wanting to carry my gun, but I don't want to carry it in, um, on my belt, I'll, I'll put that in the bag. So I always make sure there's enough room to, to put my gun in there just in case. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, what have you found? Do you have any interesting stories about this medical bag that you carry? Mm-hmm. I, you're referring to it as a medical bag. Correct? Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a bag that goes on the, on the leg. And I was, it has straps to go around your leg. <clears throat> like your thigh area. Like your thigh to keep it from bouncing around all over the place. But that looked really, um nerdy <laughs> right it looked it looked like i was trying to be tactical, uh, tactical. Right? i have my medical bag i have everything um, i'll ever need so <laughs> i just I tied, those, I tied those i clipped it together in the front oh, um, do you have any chapstick it, my lips are really it bad. works the same way <laughs> yeah, yeah so do you have any interesting stories about how carrying these extra things outside of maybe the simple you know i need chapstick or something do you have any interesting stories that come to mind in regarding this medical bag specifically because this is something that i've known you always to be a prepared emergency survival kind of carrier but when you moved here mm-hmm. i didn't know you had a bag on you mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, the bag the bag is a recent addition okay. like i got it like two weeks before i moved here okay um but before that i carried a backpack yeah and in my backpack was my med kit uh, my knife, my saw, my sharpening stone, my fire kit, which is still in the backpack. Which my, the my saw, water bottle, the saw has come in useful. Dude, the saw and the saw fit, fits in that little medical bag, so I just left it in there. Yeah. So uh, a few weeks ago, we went on a a trip down to the Outer Banks. Yeah. And um, me and Wyatt both have been collecting like wood things for any future woodworking projects we want to do so if we're out in the woods or we're in some area that we need to collect some branches Mm -hmm. logs things of that nature that look healthy that could be worked on um we've needed something to cut it you know or at least collect it in some way your saw has come in handy multiple times in those scenarios um so that's pretty and your saw is it's almost like a big pocket knife yeah, it's yeah. a folding saw. It's small. It's called a Baco Laplander. Yeah. Um, it's it's one of the best as far as I mean compared to. There's also there's silky saws. There's um, uh, I forget what the other one is called, but you can actually buy it at Lowe's. I think it's a similar size. Yeah. Uh, just little folding saws. Yeah. Right? And the the Baco really is a good small folding saw. Yeah. So, at least carrying these items on you then, do you have any interesting stories that come to mind in regards to 
previously before the medical bag, like your backpack, that you would keep these items on you. Mm. That's come in handy. Oh, tell the story about tell the story about the one time you uh, makeshift uh, you made a hat. Oh mm-hmm. well, that yeah, was that's I an was, interesting. Story. I was at work. It was kind of a slow day. Uh, it was hat day. Yeah. Checked it, right? <laughs> uh, and I complimented and t- you were you were um, doing janitorial work. Yeah, for a school. Yeah, so I complimented one of the teachers on her hat, right? Um, but it was one of those it was one of those crochet hats that people buy from like you know Abercrombie and Fitch or mm-hmm. American Eagle, right? You know, and I'm like, it's it's nice, but <laughs> if you can make a better it's one, just double crochet. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'm like, you know, I could make that hat in less than a day. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I said I could. I think I said I could make it. Uh, I, I, I'm, pr- I'm sure I exaggerated. I probably said like an hour. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which, which is to an prove your point. Right. But, but it took me longer. But of course, I was working. Yeah. Right. So in between work, I would. Which count- she, she didn't believe you. She was like, oh yeah. Her comment was, yeah, right. And then she went back to her class. Um, and, and so I, I was challenged, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, Challenge accepted. I need a crochet hook. Yeah. Right. Um, and we have this, you know, crappy pallet wood that, that comes when we ordered, uh, cleaning supplies. Yeah. So I, 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 you know, there was a, a loose piece and I took it took the piece off of the pallet board and using that Victorinox I carved a, a round end and a hook into the um, into the piece. Yeah, you essentially right? whittled one. I whittled it, yeah. Yeah. It was easy. It was quick work. Which knife did you use for that? That was the Victorinox. Okay, got the yeah. Victorinox, yeah. Um, the Swiss, Swiss yeah. Army knife, yeah. right? Um, and then... Then I used some. We have these abrasive pads that we use for taking the wax off the floors. Mm-hmm. So I took one of the abrasive pads and I used it as a makeshift sandpaper <laughs> to smooth it down so that it wouldn't catch the yarn. Yeah. And then I went to the art teacher and I said, "Do you have any yarn that you're willing to let me have?" <laughs> right. Have, and she's like, "Yeah, there's some yarn in in the box in the closet." Uh, just grab whatever you want. So I found sort of an ugly gray. It really was. It was a brown gray color. It really was an ugly color. Um, and so I brought it downstairs. And in between doing my job, cleaning toilets, sweeping hallways, grabbing trash cans, I would crochet. Yeah. <laughs> so I crocheted this hat really quick. Uh, it took me. I started at nine o'clock. Lunchtime was at. 12 or no recess was at for them was at 12 30 yeah so i finished the hat by 12 30 so it took me a couple hours um <laughs> of, of working on it in between in between the job so while they were on recess i i took it out and i gave her the the hat yeah. and, the, and the crochet hook and i'm like boom i did it <laughs> don't challenge <laughs> me <laughs> and and she was like she, she was like i i i I don't know how, <laughs> but you know you've proved me wrong, and I'm and it sorry. Amber Crombie and Fitch level quality. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Oh no, the Better? no 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 no. <laughs> well, see, the problem was I I 
the problem with the hat was I did a um, the top since I didn't have anything to mark my position mm-hmm. I I did the top by making a seam right gotcha. so I had to do a seam for the top since I couldn't mark my location and yeah. remember because with a spiral pattern you can you have to mark the location because it looks the same as everything else whereas the seam doesn't look the same yeah right so i did a seam for the top and then spiraled once i wasn't um increasing to make the hat bigger yeah Yeah. right um so then i just spiraled it down and um and did a seam at the top so yeah so there was a small seam at the top but it wasn't super noticeable and you know the rest looked really good yeah. And and you know honestly if you put a pom pom on top of there you can't even see it. Yeah. So <laughs> that's pretty impressive um the fact that you just you had your knife. Mhm. You found the materials. Yeah. You you made your materials to yeah. that the tools required to finish this product and to and to create it and you just did it within a I don't know 4 hour period. Right. That's pretty impressive. It's fun. It's yeah. fun to challenge yourself sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I haven't had any instances where I've desperately needed something from my bag. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've gone in and been like, oh, I wanna I wanna carve something, so I take the saw yeah. and I and I cut off something, or I take the knife to use, or I grab my my water bottle that's in my backpack is super yeah. useful. Um, but other than actually I've used my my um I have another multi tool your classic uh leatherman yeah mm-hmm. that I keep in the big in the backpack that I've used yeah it's kind of interesting you guys uh none of us said we like wear watches or anything which is a big uh, I have a watch do you it's um, not part of your EDC though I I wear watches sometimes yeah. but they they bug me yeah I guess um I don't have an EDC watch, but I once in a while, not that often, but I once in a while, more special occasions, mm-hmm. I got a nice pocket watch I I throw on. Classy. 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 I, I yeah. think uh, a nice pocket watch, even though I'm like uh, early 20s, I think it still like uh, throws me well, some I class. Have, I have a little smart watch that my mom got me for yeah. Christmas that I wear. So. I, uh, I've attempted the watch game mm-hmm. a few times and i know i brought up the um the rolls royce rolls royce <laughs> a few minutes Rolex. ago um me and that rolls royce <laughs> ouch <laughs> i just hit my knee um i know i brought up the rolls royce rolex a few minutes ago um, and there, it is very much a status symbol. I've never been big on 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 making a status symbol. Yeah. But I like the idea of you know pocket uh, pocket knives mm-hmm. being a status symbol because most people aren't going to be aware that right. that is a status symbol. You know. <laughs> um, because not many people know about knives outside of like Wyatt. And oh yeah, his if you, peers. You, you pull out. Um, you pull out. I mean, you pull out the Civivi that's in my pocket and. 
people are like, oh, you you've got, yeah. that's a nice knife, right? It's a fifty dollar knife, mm-hmm. right? It's 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 on the cheap side, but it's not like sixteen dollars cheap, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but if if somebody if Peter McKinnon pulls out the Sabenza, people are like, oh, that's a nice knife. It's the same reaction, not knowing that it's a you know three hundred dollar knife. Yes. Yeah. So what's the most expensive pocket knives out there? Uh, custom ones. Custom, custom made, right? Um, uh, uh, let's see. There's there's Sabenza and there's that hmm. knife. Um, Microtech, the Microtech oh, yeah. OTFs. They, you know, are gonna cost you anywhere. Uh, a cheap one you can probably get for. Two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. a cheap one. Cheap. But more often than not, you're spending three, four, five hundred dollars. Okay. See, that's the kind of thing I would be proud to carry. Yeah, but it's um, not a very my big EDC. knife. I would, I would love to carry. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, I wish there were some knives that were more expensive. I wish there was like two grand knives. There are. See. Dude, they're so you have no what? idea. There are knives that are so expensive. Okay, then that's that's the thing. If I'm gonna do a an everyday carry knife, mm-hmm. I feel like more than usage, it's gonna be a status thing. But then that would be like a, yeah, a recipe you for you it. losing it. <laughs> I don't really lose things. Trust me, it, you'll 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 take out the trash, and you'll have you'll you'll be taking out the trash and the trash bag. We'll snag the clip of your knife and do this number right here. Just pull it out. Pull it right out, right? I've I've lost, I think, two knives. My yeah. first from my, throwing in the trash. Yeah, my first real pocket knife, the one uh, that that I got at my parents bought me for my birthday, the Cold Steel Voyager Tanto. Mm-hmm. That that I you know I I've related this story when I threw it into a tree and boggled your mind <laughs> with my prowess. Yeah. Um. That one I was I was taking out the trash at work and I threw a trash bag into the dumpster and Did I'm you see it go. I'm all no I didn't see it but I'm almost positive it caught the clip and went in because I had another knife in my pocket that I threw I threw the trash bag in there. And I looked down, and my knife wasn't there. And I looked on that bag, and it was snagged on that bag. Oh, man. Yeah. I will say, yeah. <laughs> this is a bit silly. Obviously, yes, most that is people's silly. everyday carry involves keys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I didn't mention at first. But I did accidentally throw my keys into a dumpster one time. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> it was, was rough. It? Here at the park. It was here. Of course. Um, I had my... <laughs> <laughs> I thought my fingers had better individual control than they did. <laughs> so I had my keys in my pinky and the bag in my three, my thumb and my two, you know, fingers. At the, my the guy. Fingers. My guy. And I just let it go and there went my keys with the bag out of my pinky into the trash. I saw them and I had to fish them out with a stick because I couldn't get down in there. Took like 30 minutes to get him out, but I got him out and had to clean him up. Eee. There was dumpster juice all over him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's but, uh, yeah, th- I think, uh, I think, I think we could all learn something from Wyatt and possibly be inspired by Joshua. Mm-hmm. 
just at the minimalism aspect. The, oh, yeah, There's yeah, a yeah. lot of channels or pages on Instagram for the minimalist. Yeah. Um, Josh would definitely subscribe and, and, to And, well, that's why, that's why I grabbed those ba- the bag because I wanted to minimize what's in my pockets. Mm-hmm. Right? You're like, don't want to fill my pockets, want to fill my bag. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because I'm like, oh, I can't carry my my chapstick in my pocket and carry this in my pocket and carry this in my pocket i want to carry my i have i have wireless headphones as well yeah, that yeah. i carry in my bag and i want to carry a marker and i want to carry a pen and i want to carry an extra flashlight you yeah. know so that goes in the side bag yeah, yeah. i hear that it sounds uh like we all got a system going. Uh, Joseph might be less of a system. I'll help. But, uh, I'll help Joe with his system. Okay, but let let me say this thing. If there's one thing that's nice about my system, um, it's not one of them skinny wallets Joshua has, mm-hmm. but it is a locally purchased, expensive. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is a nice wallet. Yeah, you have that over a hundred dollar wallet. It yeah. is a nice wallet from a local leather craft shop called North End. That, I we need to go to that shop because yeah, we should. I, yeah, their stuff is quality. We bought um, a bag from Mackenzie that was about three hundred dollars that she's been using for school the past two semesters, mm-hmm. and it's it's made to last. A lifetime. I mean, I mean, what what are you gonna buy? You gonna buy like a Gucci bag, which no. is gonna which is gonna cost you hundreds of dollars? Or are you gonna go to your local place? Go to one of these leather shops. Yeah. Find. I mean, they're on Etsy too. These people that make um, bags, they make leather items, canvas items. Yeah. Right. Canvas can be waterproofed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and and get something that's gonna last you a long time. Pay the money. It's going to last forever. Yeah, and it also is, in a sense, a status symbol. Yeah. Um, I flash my wallet, and although people don't know what North End is mostly, <laughs> I'm like, I got a genuine leather, locally made, awesome wallet. Yeah. And it's not small, it's not skinny, but it's very high quality made, and I can, you know, hone my knives on you're, it as much you're, as I want. You're not, your wallet is as big as my wallet, mm-hmm. and your wallet's way better. Yeah. It's a. I got it for, you could, for Christmas you guys gift. Do you have a gonna buy big wallets? But uh, I do have. Yeah, a big wallet. Yeah, that's all. That's <laughs> what I'm gonna end it at. <laughs> big wallet. All right, guys. Let's finish off this episode. Yeah. About an hour ten minutes in, um, ish. Uh, who wants to close us out and say good night? Yeet yeet. Um, yeet. tonight. Uh, I was gonna close this off, but I lost what I was gonna say when Sorry, my, when I was like, he, he, he. <laughs> Thank you for joining us here on this midnight special. I hope you had a wonderful night. We have a video form podcast that's on the WiseWorks podcast channel on YouTube. We also have a couple other channels. Go check those out. We have a website now, WiseWorksFilms.com. Go check that out. And thank you for joining us here on this night of relaxation and EDC carries and all that other jazz. Thanks for joining us and have a good night.